Welcome everyone. We're about to begin with Hashem Shalom Bayesh Shir number 362. We started last year to talk about the differences between a husband and a wife, the differences between people, and that that is the litmus test and the key to marriage, to understand that living together isn't easy, but that's the true test of the true character of who you are, to understand that your husband, your wife, comes from a different background. Their way is just as normal as your way. It's just you're used to doing your things. And here is where it is the true test of your character to learn not to have a closed mind, to open your mind, and to allow that compromise and to allow that other world to come into your world. And this is very key also, by the way, to become good parents. You know, when your kids are little, the responsibilities are straightforward. The babies, you feed them, clothe them, put them in bed, physical needs. But as they mature and their personalities develop, the role becomes much more complex. It, now you're directing your children towards their emotional stability, their social, intellectual aspects, their frumkeit, and so on. And you need to show the way as a parent. Now, when a parent is similar to a child, it's a little easier because then you recognize what your child is doing and why they're doing it, and you could offer that direction. And sometimes your advice will be listened to. Sometimes it won't be. So it is always a challenge as a parent. To, you know, that's a separate subject on the chinuch of children. But the idea is um, that, you know, sometimes you realize, for example, when they fall or do something, sometimes you have to let them, you don't, run to them, you let them deal with it because that's your wisdom of their, their, they need to learn sometimes the hard way certain things. But when they do fall, you know, you'll be there for them and they need to know that, see so the balance of it. Now, to, to parent, though, a child that's very different from you, that's more difficult because you have trouble relating to that child or that teenager. Why is she doing that? Why is he reacting this way? And it takes years of learning to go into their world to understand what your child is thinking, what's motivating them, because they don't have the same personality type as you are. So you have to step out of your own experience and to relate to the way your child is feeling in that giving, given situation. And this is something in Akuda that's so, so important, because a lot of people have Chalisha Sadas, they feel bad, they love all their children, but they feel very closer to some of them versus the other. Or sometimes they sense that they're, that they're let's say they're, they're, they're the mother, and they say, why is certain children more gravitating to their father than to me? The father may feel the same way. Why are some of the children more gravitating to their mother than to me? And one needs to understand that the gravitating to or the connecting to has nothing to do with the etzem love. And this removes so much heartache and so much uh, misunderstanding by understanding that very often people like to click and connect to the ones that are more similar to their personality type or something that attracts them to a particular personality type. And that's why sometimes kids gravitate towards one parent versus another parent and the parents themselves need to take it with a maturity and not be jealous and not be insecure about it. The idea, idea, though, also between a husband and wife talking about shalom bias, some of the arguments that happen is one feels they're too strict with the kids, one feels they're too indulgent with the kids, and 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 that is really a, a good idea, good question of how to deal with this, and it has to be discussed. Putting aside abuse, let's talk about normal, healthy people. 
So if you can't get to a point where to know the proper way of chinuch, then hopefully you have a rav or a mentor that could guide you together. If you have a particular child where you're not sure the right approach is, you ask that rav and explain the, what the child is like, maybe even the child visiting the rav or the, or the outside party to get a clear idea, and they could give you direction. Sometimes that's necessary. But the idea is, and we said this in many other shiurim, is that when you have this idea of sacrificing just for your children and and neglecting your marriage is an extremely unhealthy thing. Which one comes first? Your marriage comes first. Rutzian Schaefer talks about this a lot in his books and his shiurim because it's a point that cannot be um, overemphasized. It is, it, is, it is just, needs to be emphasized very strongly that anything that damages your marriage will damage your children. More than whatever your spouse is doing or not doing. Because, especially when they are younger. And younger, I don't just mean when they're little kids. Truth is, when they're little kids, they look at the, the mother and father as a real figure that, that, that when you act petty or vindictive or mean-spirited, you're modeling for your children exactly what you don't want them to be. And their sense of security gets shattered. They realize now that their parents are not reliable. Everything is unreliable. And they cannot be taken for granted. Nothing can be taken for granted. Nothing is safe. And it causes a damage. So any damage that you think that your spouse has by the way they're disciplining or they're too harsh or they're too soft is nothing compared to the damage caused when you're fighting with with each other. You could have the differences of opinion and work through it, but when you're actually fighting, that creates a scar on the children. So that's really the idea to think about. Am I damaging my children if I'm too strict? Or am I really hurtful to my children if I'm too lenient? And you think it through, and you ask a Shiloh sometimes when you need to ask a Shiloh. And the idea is, here's a thing in Chinech that one needs to know, and then in marriage too. So listen carefully. Ben Sien Schaefer brings this in his book, that there are, there are the biggest lesson in parents parenting their children is to know that very often they're parenting their children based on their own worldview, based on their own life experiences, based on their own hashkafais, and based on our own personality. It's not often that you machanach a child with a careful consideration that's what's really best for the child. It's not natural to do that. You have to fight your nature to do that. For example, if, a per, if, a, if let's say a husband is laid back, a man is a laid back person, that's the approach that he'll use to raise his children. If the wife is more rigid, more structured, that's the way she will try to raise her children, to be more rigid, more structured. I see it's clearly all over the place. I see, I mentioned one example, but it could go the other way around. It makes no difference which way it is, mother or father. But if the father was brought up in an easygoing type of loose type of home, growing up, he will raise his children that way. Or maybe that because he felt it was wrong, he may go the opposite way. But again, not because of the true better um, you know, what's better for the child. Or if the w- woman is more structured, so she will either 
uh, raise her children that way, structured like her parents uh, were with her, very tough, very structured, very, uh, you know, rigid. Or she may go the opposite because she hated it, so she's going to go the opposite way. But, and both will believe that's their right approach. They will believe that this is the right way of chenech habanes Very often, and we all have to look at ourselves in the mirror, that it is, we are blind to the possibility that our spouse could have a valid point. That's very important to know. If you are the more laid-back person, you need to understand that your spouse, who's more rigid or more tougher, may have a valid point to why they are that way with the children. It may be better for your children, in many instances, to be more tougher. And then the one that is more tougher, more structured, needs to understand their spouse may be correct. Not everything has to be World War III. Not everything has to be a big issue. There are things I need to let go of and be more easygoing about. So they both need to acknowledge that the other one may be right in different aspects of their chinuch. And it applies in marriage also. You view your marriage based on your own life experience. This we talked about a lot in, in last year, more than in this year. And that taints your view. You think that your spouse is wrong. And this is the idea, to maintain love in marriage and proper chinech of children, but starts with the love in marriage because the parents need to see that, the kid, children need to see this in, other, in order to be stable and to be happy and to be feel secure, is that you may have love for your husband or wife, but living together requires more work than that. People are good at the infatuation and the chemistry in the beginning, and they could keep it going, that spark maybe, but to live together, it's hard because you, it's hard to follow your spouse's way in doing things or to give in. And even we said last year, very important, you may see yourself as an easygoing person, but if you're stuck in your own perception of reality, no matter what your spouse does differently, will get on your nerves. It'll bother you and it'll be hard for you to live together. So to accept the fact that your husband, that your wife is different and trying to do things their way often requires hard work, but it is essential to happy marriage. It's something to look yourself in the mirror and realize, I need to work on this. I need to change in regards to this. It, it's not because um, it's better or smarter or more efficient, but this is um, the way my husband and wife likes to do it and it's also okay. And then we're going to start talking about a nakuda now. That's an issue that people have. Is they People are an expert on what their spouse does wrong. There's a chapter in his book. In the book's 10 really dumb mistakes that very smart people make. It's not one of the dumb mistakes, I don't think. But he says you become an expert at what your spouse does wrong. And, and that is a mistake. Now listen carefully. He gave marriage seminars, Rabbi Benzie and Schaefer. He handed out a worksheet before he started that said the following instruction. Every marriage could use improvement. Assuming your marriage is good, great, or somewhere in the middle, please list two things in your marriage that if changed can make it better. List two things in your marriage that if changed can make it better. And... But Cian Schaefer doesn't give it out to find the answer, although the answer, he, you know, he knows more or less. But always those two things that you want your marriage to change that would make it better is always two things that your spouse does or didn't do. It's never two things that you do. 
You know, to be fair, maybe sometimes it should be one and one. One thing this, one thing that. Okay. But it's always that my marriage would be much better if my husband would do this. My marriage would be better if my wife would do this. It's never, ever, almost never, that someone wrote down, my marriage would be better if I do this differently. This shows clearly like day that most people spend their married life blaming their husbands, blaming their wives. Even when their marriages are good, they're blaming their husbands, they're blaming their wives. They still have it in their head that if their spouse would be different, the relationship would be better. Not looking yourself in the mirror and say, you know, if I would act differently, then the marriage would be better. At least one-on-one. If you have two things, be fair. Or it's always your spouse. There's nothing in your own personality that you know you need to work better to make the marriage better. It's always what you're, how your spouse should change. And that is really, really um, a big weakness that all of us have as human beings, that we're blinded, we're mamish blinded to that, where we don't look ourselves in the mirror and see that. What very often happens is, is that what we do is we take our strength that we know we have, a myla, and we use that against our spouse. We don't look at our weaknesses. So for example, if you're punctual, then it's your spouse's lateness that's causing all the problems. If you're a flexible thinker, it's your husband's rigidness that's the issue. If you're organized, it's your wife's disorganization that's the issue. If you're creative, then he needs to conform. Now, if you're brutally honest, you'll find very often that what you do is you take your, your trait, good trait that you have, that you know your spouse lacks some of it, and that creates trouble in the marriage, and you create that trouble. You don't look at your own weaknesses that you need to work on. You're looking at your strengths and comparing your strengths to something that she doesn't have as strong as you. You. So that's very, very important. So this is an interesting thing. He gives a story here that someone asked Ben Sien Schaefer for help. Uh, so it was a man, a husband, and he said the following. He says, I don't respect my wife. I can't respect my wife because she loses it with the kids. And no matter how much we talk about health and eating right, she just doesn't make it a priority. And I lost my respect for her. He knew him well, and he knew what the problem was. So he said, you're not being fair. You're not being fair because what's easy for you is not easy for her. You see, he was one of those goal-oriented, self-disciplined people. He would wake up five in the morning every day, jump into a freezing cold shower just to master himself, work out for 45 minutes, plan his schedule. By 6.15, he's already taking on the day. That's what his personality was like. So Rabbi Schaefer was explaining to him, the reason you can't understand your wife is because things that come easy to you, so it becomes easy to you. It's not difficult for you to be disciplined. It's part of your nature. You cannot expect that of someone who does not have that gift. You're using yourself as a scale to demand that your spouse measures up to your scale. So your spouse's flaw will come up again and again and again. And you see it everywhere you look. Even though she has positive traits that far outweighs this deficit. And and most people are not even aware of this chesaron that you have. The chesaron that we're blinded, that we're mamish mamish blinded by the negativity 
that we feel towards our husband, our wife, by the fact that we pick something we are good at, that your husband or wife may be less good at, and you nitpick and harp on that. When in reality, there are many things that you are deficient where your spouse is better than you with, that you ignore completely. And that is an unfair judgmental aspect that takes place a lot in marriages. So it's very important to overcome that negativity. So we talked about very important things here. Number one is, in the Chinech Abonim Abonis, not to have Chalisha Sadas, not to feel bad when children gravitate towards your spouse versus then you. Very often it's just simply personality differences. You should have a sipik anefesh. You should enjoy and take pleasure in the fact that your son or your daughter is very close to your wife or your husband, even though they're less close to you, because that's what the child needs. You have your role, and you will do your role, and you love them nevertheless equally. But the fact that you connect more with should not cause a feeling that you love them less. It's not true. It's just you enjoy because of your personality, but you need to work on, of course, sometimes going beyond your nature and learning to work with and appreciate your child, even if your child is more like your spouse than they are like you, to connect with them, to appreciate them, even though they're unlike you. And again, remember in Chinech Habon of Habonis, you, and it, you need to sometimes ask a third party, but you have to look deeply in the mirror that you do Chinech based on what's best for the child, not based on your own personality or what you saw growing up. It's a big yesaid in chinuch. Another yesaid is to know that anything that damages your marriage will damage your children. And when your marriage is great and they're loving, that's the biggest matana you can give to your children. And therefore your marriage comes before your children because this is what your children actually really need. Even if you have to Leave them for a few days by other people and go alone on vacation, the two of you, which which in the, those three days sounds like you're neglecting them. You're not neglecting them. On the long-term view, that's the biggest matana you give to your children by leaving them with family members or friends or babysitters and going away three days alone because you're connecting that way and your good, solid marriage helps your children better than anything else. Very important. Next thing, the last thing we just pointed out is don't become such an expert at what your spouse is doing wrong. Just like his experiment, pick two things in your marriage that if changed would be better and everyone pick two things that their spouse would do things better. Instead of looking at themselves in the mirror, we need to acknowledge that tendency of looking at our milus and looking how our husband or wife is weaker in this area and zoom in on that while not doing the reverse, recognizing that you have certain chesreinais that your wife or husband is better than you at, and to work towards it and to appreciate it. So that is very, very important to understand that, to understand your strengths, to understand your weaknesses, and don't use your strengths to hurt your wife or to hurt your husband because it's extremely unfair to think that it's all, if my wife would change, if my husband would change, the marriage would be better. No. At the very least, if you're picking two things, it should be at least one and one. There's something I need to work on, there's something you need to work on. Then you could have a discussion, makes sense. But to blindly assume it's always your husband, it's always your wife, is unrealistic, it's not true, because you will always have things that you need to work on. 
that you have a weakness of certain areas that you need to work on, and it's something to look yourself in the mirror in and to be brutally honest about it. And you will find that that is the trouble a lot in the marriage because you take your winning trait and you knock your spouse because of their lack of it, while instead sometimes looking at your spouse's winning trait that you are more deficient in and working on that, which is equally important, more important. Brochen